there, and welcome to episode three of Behind the Line. I'm Tater, also known as Zephyr Grey Wolf. And I'm Passo the Turtle, uh, I guess on the forum Visceral Votimus. All right, and today we're going to talk about, uh, well, the draft, the season. Man, it's pretty exciting just starting out. Yeah, yeah, that was quite a, yeah, that was an exciting exciting week and yeah kind of busy couple days as i was getting my updates done and um yeah i guess talking about positions and stuff which we'll get to yeah all right well then let's kick off shall we yeah absolutely so the draft uh since you went first i guess i'll let you talk first yeah so i was um I was missing. I, I I had planned to watch the, the the live stream, and I got caught up at work. And anyways, kind of missed it. And I got a message from you, and you're like, "Oh, you win in the first round," <laughs> and um, and then got a message from some of the people on on Portland who were yeah pretty excited, and, and uh, yeah. So I guess fifth. I think it was a fifth overall which I'm pretty shocked by. I definitely wasn't expecting to go that high. I, yeah, hadn't had a chance to do much media other than our first podcast, which I think might have even gone up after the draft, when the draft actually happened. But, yeah, like Portland is, that's definitely where I wanted to be. There's, there's quite a few guys I know from uh newfoundland and the shl and and uh and edmonton as well actually um that were there and and um yeah including the gm uh so so yeah super excited to be there i was i was really had my fingers crossed i was probably anticipating a little bit late in the draft but yeah just happy to be there and uh kind of feeling a little bit of pressure because i went in the third or fourth third round i think in in the rookie draft uh in in the shl and uh and yeah i'm feeling a lot of pressure to kind of be more of a, <laughs> a higher earner than maybe i was anticipating to be uh with with that the draft capital attached yeah man they bet on you pretty hard yeah yeah well, I'm gotta, gotta prove them right yeah it's kind of like with edmonton when they draft traded up to pick me up to it kind of like, Oh, I can't mess around now. Yeah. I, and, I mean, they picked me at 24 and I was not 24th in the class. By yeah. Means. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to lose money for talking too much about the SHL, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it was so, so, and then you went uh, a couple of picks later yeah. to, to the, yeah. So man, I how was that for you? I'm just I was uh so I was watching it actually live on on the TV nice. and I saw you go and I kind of figured so I had no idea who was going first I literally zero idea um so they Doc Fireball went and I was like all right like I didn't expect to go first I expected Bytor to go first mm-hmm. uh Ladamian Beck right I was uh, he was my first pick so. I was like, all right, I mean, if if he's fallen, then I don't know what's happening. Um, and Norfolk Norfolk took uh McStacks or Mrs. McHitts stacks. And mm-hmm. again, that wasn't a surprise. Like I've been in their locker room, I'm still in their locker room because I'm an alumni. But like anyone that's been there knew who they were putting their pressure their their chips on. Yeah. So Okay. Like I was, I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, didn't expect to go there either. So then, uh, when the Buccaneers came up, I'm like, I could go here. I still don't know how active the locker room is because the public locker room hasn't been very. So I was concerned, but I didn't go. And a lot of the Mm -hmm. mocks had me going forth to KCC. So I was like, all right, well, this is probably where I go then. Yeah. And then I. Well, I mean, you're one of the leaders in TPE, right? So yeah, that's I had definitely had you. I don't. I can't remember my mock, but I definitely had you going, like, early. So, so you went, and I was just like, "Oh man, you went!" And before me, and I'm gonna have to write media about this now. But <laughs> you gotta slander me. Yeah. So, 
uh, round one was finishing up, and actually, then my girlfriend messages me and says, hey, if you want food, you better come outside so we can go get food. She just got home from work, and we were going to go get something. So I went, ran out and jumped in the car. And I'm, so now I'm watching it on my phone. And the second round comes up, and I almost missed me. That's how, mm. like, quick the transition there was. But, yeah, so I went first in the second round to London. Um, I liked my picture card, too. And I had to rewatch it a couple times, mostly because of my ego. But uh, they agreed to all my demands, and it was beautiful. I don't know. So what were what were your demands for for the listeners who who didn't catch the live draft? Uh, so my demands were a personal groomer and a mm-hmm. game side water dish, like yeah. one of those flowing water dishes. I don't drink stagnant. The water, yes, yeah, yeah, naturally. And they uh, and they agreed to both those terms on the draft. So when they picked me up, yeah. and I was pretty excited. So uh, I was I was definitely like pretty happy uh I, I can't say there was a team i wanted to go to i liked the idea of portland there was a lot of people there mm-hmm. from from sal yeah. like that's yeah. but also i'm i'm here to be not in the you know i'm not in the shl so yeah yeah so this yeah, was... i'm looking for more of the same i mean london london's where where i was uh for yeah uh last season and it was like that was definitely like sebster is uh one of the one of the people there and and he's just super super helpful and i really appreciated everything he did and um and and the locker room was super vibrant so i think you'll have a great time there yeah no i i'm liking it so once when we get to like impressions like i definitely will talk about the locker room because it's pretty great. Uh, yeah. But that was, yeah, that was me in the draft. And I freaked out a little bit in the third round when we picked up Rocky Rhodes because <laughs> I didn't know he was a dog. Right. And so I was like, oh man, there's a dog on the team. Uh, I was pretty excited about that. I just picked up a, a toucan as well. That's pretty. Yeah. And. Uh, Deshaun, pa- Deshaun Penny, the Pasta King. <laughs> yeah, sounds like something I should be bothered by. You can only have one room for one pasta person in your life. Yeah. Oh man, you. Uh, there's a part in my media piece where I talk about um, the players, and I have about four or five pasta puns. I, I saw that. That was amazing. <laughs> Hey, there was a bit of a bit of uh, yeah turtle violence in there, but uh, but yeah the pasta puns were on point. So <laughs> whoa, there was zero turtle violence. It wasn't violent towards Tur- turtle slander, not yeah, violence. That but, was but there was slander. <laughs> Prove it in court. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so you who were your teammates that you got picked up? Do you recognize yeah. anyone on your list? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, they picked up a, a defensive end, um, and and then they also got a guy from. Well, actually, they got uh, Fenrir Gray back, who's who's uh, the other wolf, I think. <laughs> um, My arch rival. And yes, <laughs> I thought that was uh, yeah, that was, that was fortuitous. We were talking a little bit about him before, so that was cool to see him. And then. Um, we got uh, Patty from who, who's another uh, Newfoundland guy. So yeah, super exciting. He's such an awesome, awesome dude. So it's super exciting to to be on a team with him again. Um, and then yeah, I mean, obviously all the guys I'm sure are great. Like there, uh, there's definitely a lot of excitement in the locker room with the draft class. Like people are pretty fired up. Felt pretty good about. I think I think some of the people are maybe returning or. Um, maybe uh, or definitely recreates anyways so I don't totally know the backstories and all that but uh, lots of love lots of excitement and uh, I'm, I'm super excited to be with Patty for sure because he's such a beauty nice I, and, my, our last pick was sketchy did you I don't know if you stuck around that far in the draft 
No, I didn't. I didn't have a chance. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a name. <laughs> after about round seven, you're you're looking at mostly inactives or people that haven't done much as far yeah. as you know updates and stuff, right? But un unlike where we're from here, everyone gets drafted. Mm -hmm. So you go until there's no players. But we got Ebenezer Splooge at not first pick in the ninth round. And uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Someone got him, so I guess it's us. Yeah. Uh, they wrote like a really—I don't want to say cringy because it was pretty great, but it was definitely a very uh, tongue-in-cheek pun level of description for him, where it's like just on the verge of it being innuendo. Right. And I was like, I mean, pretty great overall. Like, I tr I tried to take the high road in my media piece by only making, like, two puns and then a pasta pun again. Gotta keep it clean, right? It's yeah. a family league. Dom yeah. Ricky is our uh, Italian mas mafia person. Yeah. And we got Activia Dannon, who's the son of the Dannon CEO that decided to name his kid after the competition. I've just been going. Yeah, I love I love some of these names. They're fantastic. Yeah, I've just been going around reading anyone on my team that put out like media on their character, especially like the new drafts. I just went out and read them all so I could have an mm -hmm. idea of who I'm playing with. Yeah, no, even like some of the guys who went to other teams, like like Albert Nadir. <laughs> I just love that image of like an offensive lineman with his personality. Yeah, I, I was looking to see where, uh, okay, so Soda went to Kansas City. Seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was pretty happy with that fit. And he's kind of, I think he's kind of said that he's not necessarily looking to max earn, so I think he was pretty upfront about it. He's obviously pretty uh, busy and... The SHL doing the GMing stuff. Yeah, I keep telling him to come do a podcast with me so that he can make some money. Uh, he's too busy, man. He's, he's It's like a different tier. He can't associate with us lower-level people. Ah, uh, that's right. Well, mm -hmm. hopefully he frees up some time after we knock you guys out of playoffs. <laughs> We're going to get fined. It's going to like, oh, you did an hour podcast, but you spent like... 30 minutes talking about the SHL, so... Hey, if it makes you feel better, I've listened to a lot of podcasts now in the league, and, like, everybody's from another league, and the first, like, dozen podcasts are a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. Until you get I think it's valuable. established. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we landed. Um, I guess I'll ask you what's your... You've kind of already talked, but what's your impression of the Portland locker room? As far as, like, now that you're in the actual locker room. And not just the yeah, one. yeah, um, yeah. It was it was. I think I, I was a little late again, um, jumping in because I, I wasn't there live, live. But I think I was there within I don't know an hour, and uh, yeah, the guys were were yeah they were bouncing. They were pretty excited. Um, yeah, like I said, a bunch of them were uh, from Newfoundland, so. Yeah, we're definitely making a lot of uh, prognostications about uh, repeating as champions, or or not repeating, I guess, but kind of following a similar trajectory as we had in Newfoundland. And um, yeah, uh, and and then yeah, uh, lots of even even uh, the other people like. It, it seems super lively, super tight, and um, it seems like. There's a lot of connections with the people who've been drafted there, so it, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely. I, I'm super, super happy. Like it's, it's, it was. I didn't want to say in the first podcast, just you know, like if you don't end there, I don't want to be going to another team and being like, oh, you were my third choice. <laughs> but um, this was. I, I would have been totally happy to to be somewhere else. Like you said, like it's not about just being around the same people all the time, but. That being said, it, it's, you know, really nice to, to be around some of the great people 
and and uh, and meeting some of these new guys there. Um, yeah, I guess first impressions wise, that's and 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 then again, like I don't know, it's it's been busy for me, so I haven't been super active uh, um, this week or this weekend. Last couple of days, I've been kind of furiously trying to get my updates done because um, uh, I guess we're getting uh, updated today or maybe tomorrow, and so. Uh, trying to do a bit of catch up because I've been kind of not inactive, but just too busy to really be, be on the site or in the locker room beyond um, kind of post draft and and kind of checking in here and there. Yeah, I know. Uh, I haven't been updated yet, so I assume we'll be updated tomorrow, hopefully, because I think the season starts. Preseason is Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, I think that's what uh, that's what he said. I thought he said it was going to be today, but I don't know. Mine, mine hasn't been updated yet. Yeah, I mean, maybe some teams were today, and maybe there'll be a multi-day thing. Yeah. Or we just got left out completely. <laughs> Irrelevant players. Yeah. Looked at our update pages and were like, pass, hard pass. <laughs> so, uh, I have to say that, because I, I had talked to... Uh, uh, Sebster and uh, Lucid, Lucid Dreams from yeah London, and I didn't really interact a ton in the locker or in the public locker room. There was just a lot of public locker rooms, and right. I feel like they have varying degrees of activity. So mm. I didn't know what to expect coming in. Um, I did. I had talked to Lucid Dreams because. Uh, Lucid actually grades podcasts. He's probably listening to this. Hey, Lucid, how's it going? Mm. Oh, um, gotta be nice. He, uh, so he was talking to me about podcasts, and actually, uh, we're trying to work something out to. Uh, he wanted to interview me, so I was gonna work something out with him to sit down with him at some point in the near future. Yeah. And so I was, uh, I was like, oh, you know, this guy seems cool. I got drafted to to London. And actually, the locker room has been phenomenal. I truly feel like I am home, and it's gonna—it's weird to say, because in going back to things that we shouldn't talk about, but the SHL, I'm in—I'm in two locker rooms there, and I don't talk all that much. You know, like we have a rapport, and you know, I talk a little bit in Edmonton, and I am around for games and stuff in Vancouver, but. I probably talk more to uh, Stephen and Lev via Messenger because that's where I talk to them at. So I don't really talk to them in the locker room. Whereas in uh, London here, with without that, I talk to people in the locker room because that's where they are. So right, I actually really like that. Like the, there's a pretty big difference in this league between SHL in that. I don't really know anybody to where like the, I'm actually just my investment is completely because I'm invested and I don't have someone being like, Hey, don't forget to do this or don't forget to do this PT or something. Mm -hmm. And so talking to everyone's been really fun. Uh, we ended up getting into some great conversations. There's some people in here that like invincible, which I've been all about lately and we do questions and stuff. And post memes and uh yeah no i definitely made like an obscure reference and people got it and i was like whoa this is this is pretty ridiculous that this nice. thing that i used to like pay attention to like 20 years ago is all of a sudden like people are like oh i remember that so i was no i've, I've been really happy and i've been talking a lot nice. so cool. i'm actually more active in london than I probably am in Vancouver and maybe even in Edmonton. Oh. Which is, it's just weird. It's weird to me. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I think it's, yeah, I guess it's different when you're, yeah, you definitely make a couple connections with people that, uh, um, and, and I guess we joined with people that you're kind of real life friends with. So that makes a difference too, where you're, um, yeah, because those guys didn't end up joining. ISFL with you, so I guess that makes this more of a solo venture. Yeah, yeah, I followed you 
and <laughs> they almost followed me and then decided not to, and uh, I was like, yeah, your guys' loss. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I actually find myself... I remember when I first made my hockey player, though, I was I made a lot of media because I was really excited about it. And I don't really necessarily do it anymore. But like I'm feeling that again right now where I am really enjoying that media aspect. Yeah. And like actually getting to do updates is nice. Yeah. Like yeah, having a cat player sucks. It's yeah. so frustrating, like not doing any meaningful updates in two seasons has yeah, kind of not not made it boring. Like obviously, sims and stuff are fun, but it's like kind of like helping rookies along in 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 our locker room. It's kind of like oh, like cool to see them getting excited about like oh, should I do shot blocking or shooting or whatever? And, and I'm just like, yeah, my play is being mediocre, and there's nothing I can do about it. So it's cool to kind of, and I guess we'll talk a bit later about the positions, but. Um, yeah, kind of cool looking at uh, different attributes and actually updating them and 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 being engaged that way. Yeah, because I mean, the, to me, like we're almost playing Dungeons and Dragons, but with football. And yeah, the, okay. the my favorite part of Dungeons and Dragons is creating a character and leveling it up, like mm -hmm. those two attributes. And I feel like you know, again, we haven't done that in two seasons because. We've been capped, so. Yeah, yeah, I like that analogy. That's a good one, because, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely obviously yeah the persona and and the, and the character building is is a big part of it, but the yeah leveling up is part of it, and I know that will happen for us next season in the SHL, but it's kind of fun to be experiencing that again here, and yeah. it's totally different too, because as talked about it last time, but just how many positions there are versus. You know, your forward or your defenseman or your goalie. Yeah, well, and I had uh, Lucid actually. Lucid Dreams was talking to me about positions, and we can kind of move to to positions uh, mm -hmm. because basically, you know, and when we got scouted, we talked about it last time about you know, are you set on this position? Other position ideas, and so he was like, "Look, do you want to stay with defensive tackle?" I can have you literally play defensive tackle, defensive end, or linebacker. Like, we need all of them. So, like, if you want mm -hmm. to do any of those three. And so we kind of talked about it, and I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not hard set. Like, is there one that we need? And, like, he was like, well, maybe linebacker would be, like, a little bit more than the others. But, like, they're all similar. And so we mm -hmm. talked, and really, like, what I want out of my character is a linebacker like getting the tackles trying to get the sacks and so yeah. i made the decision to switch and he was really helpful because like once i made the decision i was like i don't know what i do and eventually i remembered that it's in the rookie guide but like he was really helpful so i didn't have to like stumble my way through it mm -hmm. so then uh zephyr gray wolf declared for linebacker Nice. And and uh, which which archetype you you went for the? I'm the pass, pass rushing, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm coming for those quarterbacks. And what what was the uh, kind of thought process with that? Uh, well, so my original concept for defensive tackle was I'm coming for those quarterbacks. Right. And like I was like, all right, so as a wolf, you know, I'm hunting and I'm gonna avoid the like get around the line and get to the quarterback. And, like, a linebacker is basically that, but, like, with slightly a running start, I think. Like, I'm just blitzing the quarterback all day. Right. And uh, that's what I'm going for. Like, I'm blitzing that quarterback all day. So it was pretty instant. Like, it wasn't much deliberation between uh, the other archetypes? Yeah, no, it's, as soon as I saw it, I, I asked. I was like, is pass rusher, like, literally rushing the quarterback? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm in game. That's what yeah, I Yeah, because that was kind of your similar one for your defensive tackle one, right? Was, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like, yeah, blitzing or whatever. Yeah, it was like uh, interior rusher or something. Right, yeah. But yeah, just I want the quarterback to regret having the ball every time they have the ball. 
Okay, yeah. But so that yeah. was my uh my change of career or change of uh whatever it's called position yeah position so mm -hmm. what's uh what's pasta's position looking like yeah so uh kind of similar uh conversations with pretty much everybody was asking about positions but uh the um yeah the vancouver guys were kind of asking me like similarly like uh you know we've got it was um uh, i mean um tubby tim and and uh, lsu fan was the other guy who was talking to me and they're like um yeah like are you thinking about uh, offensive line or are you open to other positions and i pretty much as honest like i just chose something at random like i didn't put a ton of thought of like i think the only thing that i wouldn't be super interested in is like quarterback or receiver running back. N not that they're boring, but like I, I kind of like positions that are valuable, but maybe not like glamorous, I guess. Uh, so that's kind of why I went online and uh, they, but I told them like, whatever you guys need, I don't really, you know, D line linebacker, I'd be open to it. So when they drafted me, um, they said they had a need at uh, D line and linebacker, and I think they ended up drafting a D lineman. So they were kind of saying, like, if you're open a linebacker, and and yeah, that was something I was totally into. And likewise, like my my I played a bit in high school, and I was a D end, which is kind of like an outside linebacker. And so I that's I ended up choosing the same archetype as you, uh, that pass rusher, because that's kind of in line with. I don't know, a little bit of uh, reliving the glory days. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of my thought process. And um, yeah, it would be cool to kind of, and, and, and the visual too, right? I, was, I wrote a media piece uh, kind of like outlining what I think would be a, a pretty effective uh, like pass rush move where, where I would uh, retract my arms and legs and head and kind of like, like in, in Mario, like start spinning and just kind of like bounce around and, and get in the backfield that way. Cause you can't really stop a spinning shell unless you hold. So it's like, I'm either going to get a penalty or I'm going to get in the backfield. And yeah, so that's seems, seems to work really well for me. And uh, I was happy with that. So that's kind of the update. I was, uh, Kind of rushing to get done for today um figuring out uh where where to allocate stuff and and tp and all that but yeah nice yeah i did really like your media piece i i've had it open for a while because i hadn't read it yet but i read it uh earlier today mm -hmm. and i totally thought i was like man that is all that is like cheating like that turtle effect <laughs> strap a gopro on your back so we get like a live like oh god that'd be like nausea inducing <laughs> camera effect of just a spinning turtle like ping-ponging off of people yeah and it's just cool like i love the the visual of uh um because i think finrear is a defensive tackle so i just kind of like the idea of just stacking behind him and it's like you gotta deal with a with a wolf and then you got a turtle coming for you yeah, and he's he's actually a werewolf, right? From the Harry. So you Potter think werewolf, you're dealing with just so. a, a human, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's a night game, and you're kind of screwed. Yeah, sounds. I wouldn't want to be dealing with a werewolf. Yeah, and it's cool too because Patty. Uh, so Wilson Twist is also a D tackle, and so it's cool lining up on the same side of the ball as him. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I like uh. It's hard because when you're in, and we talked about this a little bit before, but like in football, defenses don't see each other. Like, right? Yeah. Just just like offenses don't. So, mm -hmm. uh, it's cool to either be on the same defense with someone, so you're with them, or be opposite of them, so that you get to like clash on the field at the same time. Because, like, now when I play Portland, 
win or lose, I don't get to directly battle you or Grayback. Like, you're both. Right. It's up to my team, which makes football, yeah. like, that super team element versus, like, yeah. not football. But it's, and on the other hand, it's nice because you can kind of compare stats in a way, right? Like, influence on the game, uh, like, you know, maybe competing for sack totals or things like that might be kind of fun. Yeah, like, you can feel good in a loss knowing that you did really well, even though maybe the team wasn't working that well that day. Right. And and I think that's kind of cool. Like, but... I'm glad I like that I, I messaged you and was like, hey, so I went linebacker and you're like, me too. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> I knew yeah, no, that was cool. It. I was. I knew you were Because we'd been talking about position switches. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that because uh, it, it, it adds that, you know, I was kind of thinking in line of like, I mean, we love each other, but we're competitive too. And it'll be cool to be able to compare like for like, right? Like I could definitely see uh, like a, an element of the podcast being like a, a sack total, like maybe side bet or something like that. Cause you know, we're both have the same objective and, and um, you know, different teams obviously, but uh, it, it'll be kind of cool being able to kind of more directly compare our players. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, just everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> we, because we have the exact same role and archetype, goal, everything, really. Yeah. Uh, it'll be our builds and the sim yeah. luck and stuff like that, right. the influence. It's not, there's no luck. There's no luck. It's all skill. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will agree or disagree with that after I see how the first game yeah, it depends on <laughs> it depends on results. Yeah, results results based, not even, not comparison, but mm -hmm. uh, opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so, man, so I like uh, I like your joke. I put it in the notes for the behind the line backer, because like people switched yeah. and. We're no longer the O or and D lines. We're now just linebackers, but yeah. the word line's still in there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, I mean, we're, our whole objective is getting past the line and getting the quarterback. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we can we can keep the uh, keep the name. We won't need to rebrand yet until we both no. switch to, like, running back or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then behind the line's not such a good connotation. Yeah. So, how does... uh? I mean, how do you slash Portland feel about the season coming up? Like, yeah, I think uh, I, I, to be honest, haven't looked too much at like Team TP and all that kind of stuff. But I think uh, it's definitely a team that's in a competitive window. Um, um, yeah, I think they're um, coming off. Uh, a championship like a couple seasons ago and uh yeah definitely building towards i think they've got a couple older guys um that are yeah kind of in their window i can't remember i was looking it up i think they finished top two or three in their division last year so yeah and so yeah a solid rookie class so i think they're they're Thinking to challenge this year. Nice. It's exciting. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Uh I I feel pretty good. Like we're there's definitely some rookies. We have a couple people that questionable on their activity, a couple of returning people that could probably be stronger, but I wouldn't be surprised with an eight or nine win season for London. Right. Going from a going from like a two win season to a nine win season, I think is absolutely possible. Yeah. Did they have? I think they had one one win last year. Well, that just shows. I. You're trying to double. Yeah, yeah, I just pulled up the the uh, the the index, and it looks like so Portland finished 
eight and five, which was good for second in the north. And it looks like Minnesota just went wild, 13 and one. Wow. And uh, I guess we're in the same division, so that's pretty exciting. And uh, yeah, London, and I remember talking to the guys there, definitely rebuild, but it looks like they're doing everything right, like rebuilding the right way. And yeah, definitely going to be more competitive next year, but uh, finished one in 13. Yeah. Well, that was rough. I was on Norfolk, so I don't, I wasn't paying too much attention other than Norfolk beat London. And that was my bragging thing then because I knew you were on London. Right. Yeah. Norfolk finished three and 11. So you're going from the bottom dweller in the South to the bottom dweller in the North. Yeah. I, uh, I I feel pretty good. The locker room's pretty, pretty solid. Lots of people talking. Yeah. Uh, I think the rookies have been, I think new blood is always good, but I've definitely seen a lot of people um, getting along really well with like uh, Doc Fireball. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited. Great, I was man. like, oh man, I'm going to, like, if I have this good of a connection with my my D line, I feel like we're going to get really hyped for games. And that's yeah. going to keep us super active. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so I just pulled up the uh, TP tracker. And uh, sorted by effective TPE. I don't know what effective TPE actually means, but I'm, I'm guessing it's like uh, like if you have over the cap, it only counts the cap. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that's what it meant because that's what I assumed it would mean. Um, yeah, but so it looks like, and I don't know. There obviously rookies haven't been updated and stuff, so I don't. It's probably going to be super accurate, but uh, as you can see in our notes, it says wild speculation. So <laughs> uh, it looks like Kansas City has the most TPE of the DSFL. Okay, as far so as they finished third, third in the division, and it looks like fourth overall, fifth overall. So maybe uh, Soda ended up ends up getting drafted to a team that's already looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, Norfolk is next, and then Tijuana, Minnesota, London, Portland, Dallas, and Bondi Beach. So I don't know how accurate that is, and of course TPE doesn't make. Right. You know. And I'm sure, yeah. Once once rookies are updated, it'll make a difference. Because I don't know if, uh, like, I know in the SHL there's a lot more disparity. Like, some teams will draft, like, 10 guys, and some teams will draft one or none. So uh, it looks like, kind of looking at the draft results, like, that it's there's maybe less pick trading, and that uh, everybody kind of gets, like, I don't know, five or six, like, real active players. So... It'll be interesting to see what uh, what influence like post update will have on that on that spreadsheet. Yeah, and actually, on on your point, I forgot to mention this: the the draft was super confusing to me, but not because it was confusingly presented, because it was streamlined and like because I know the draft already happened, and then this was the right. presentation. But, like, there wasn't uh, trading going on. There wasn't yeah. just, I don't know, the, the chaos that I'm used to in a draft of, like, all right, we're waiting for this pick. We're waiting for this pick. We're waiting for this pick. Okay, they traded their pick. Okay, well, they traded that, and this is over here now. And six things happened. Three different people have gone in and out of the voice chat. Okay, now we get the character. Now we get who got picked. Yeah, like, I'm looking, like, it doesn't look like any picks until the fourth round yeah it looks like bondi beach got kansas city's fourth round pick and then but that's pretty much it which whatever isn't bad or anything but it's i guess it uh, influences uh a bit of like um yeah something like a track like that and then I imagine there are certain positions like having a quarterback, running back, and maybe receiver. 
like at max TPE is 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 a bigger relative advantage than maybe an O lineman. I, I I don't know. I don't know enough about the sim, but like real life football, definitely having like the best quarterback in the game will kind of make up for deficits in other areas. Oh yeah, for sure. And I only know what I've watched on TV, which isn't very much. So, but I hear those announcers all the time talk about how like a good quarterback can make up for a lot of other issues. Right. And so, yeah, I guess it would kind of depend on where the TP is allocated, but yeah, it's tough to say. Like, I mean, who knows how the SIM even takes that kind of stuff into account, but. Right. And then I guess it could even influence game plan. Like maybe you don't have much TPE allocated to quarterback and receiver, and but a lot to running back and O line. So maybe you're able to run the ball really effectively, and so lower TPE but better relative results. So yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe that's a we should maybe do like an interview series with like. Uh, or GMs or something, and get a feel for how the sim calculates things. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a cool idea. Sit down and talk with some people that that know things and ask yeah. questions, and see if we can ask questions that they don't know the answer to. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be interesting because it's uh, it's different. Like I I do watch football, so but you know, like I watch hockey too. So the way the sim. Uh, takes things into account isn't obviously ever going to be reflective of real life, but it's, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see how, 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 yeah, relative position value. Uh, like I know talking to my GM, apparently like having a really strong outside linebacker seems valuable, um, to, to, to overall team defense. Um, but yeah, it sounds like everybody's got different takes too. So. Yeah. Well, and I can only imagine, like, the tactic setup in the inner, like, of the sim. I mean... Yeah, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I, I've played with uh, FHM, and I regret it, but... Yeah. And I don't regret it, but wow, there's a lot there. So, like, yeah. I can just imagine with the positional aspect of this, how insane the tactics could possibly be. And then you got to worry about like offense and defense. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, so at what point do we do this versus the, you know, whatever? Yeah. Sounds terrifying. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah it's it's fun though. It's like a little bit of it's exciting because if it was super easy, you wouldn't make it as interesting, I guess. Like even I don't know. Sorry, I'm jumping a bit, but like looking a bit at fantasy, it's like kind of hearing people talk about how some teams are more run heavy versus pass heavy and how that influences some of those positions. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah, a definite complexity in a different way than what I'm used to in the SHL. Yeah. I'm glad that it's not just bigger number win. I mean, yes. Yes. Usually in Sims, it's it's not necessarily that case. I, sometimes bigger number is big enough that no matter how many times you sim and how what tactics you run, you're just getting outstated at every every place. But like within reason, everyone has a real shot at winning a game. It's just going to mm-hmm. be the sim and the setup, and I, I think that's hopefully what we'll see in the season. And we don't just, you know, say, okay, well, Kansas City has the most TP right now, so just give them the cup. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, yeah. It's not a, it's not a cup in football, right? Is it? It's a trophy, like, or is it a cup? Uh, I'm, I'm probably trophy, but I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I have to get back on that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I was kind of thinking the same way, like, because because then it it influences player value, like I'm. Um, imagining that like the isfl draft 
will be different, uh, considering that we've all kind of cemented our positions. I, I guess we can still switch, but there's some kind of a penalty. Um, so, you know, like it's not going to be necessarily like the top earner is necessarily the top pick because a, a team identity might be more defense oriented or, or run oriented or, um, you know, so so that might make linebacker, as an example, a more valuable position for X ISFL team. Whereas, you know, in the SHL, everybody's going to need forwards and defensemen and at least a goalie. So, um, yeah, again, that complexity is, is I'm super curious about it, about how much actually exists and, and what kind of influence it really has. Yeah, especially like, I mean, uh, special teams like kicker, right? Mm -hmm. The second round kicker has had more TPE than almost anyone in the first round did. Right, yeah. But went in the second round because they're a kicker, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm sure there are positions that are more valued and there are positions that are, are more valued per team. Like, I don't know if... Mm -hmm. So maybe mm -hmm. there's a position, you know, I assume quarterback is important just just because when you are doing the player build thing it tells you that it quarterbacks are important and if you're not a very active player you probably won't get play time as right. a quarterback so like mm -hmm. i have to assume that teams need a good quarterback and if they don't have one they will do everything they can to get one it probably has to do with how many there are too, right? Like you can only really start one quarterback. Whereas most other positions, like you can have three, four receivers on the field at a time and five O-linemen, you know, between what, two and five linebackers, between two and four D-linemen. So like, I, I, I would imagine that, yeah, importance on the sim, but also just the fact that you can only play one uh, probably has an influence. So it reminds me of of goalies, like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But except that, yeah, controversially, goalie TPE doesn't really have as great an influence as you'd anticipate. <laughs> I like that we get to sneak that in even over here. <laughs> Again, sorry, sorry, whoever's listening. <laughs> So, all right, well, so now that we've wildly speculated the, mm -hmm. the moment we've all been waiting for, um, the fantasies going on. I guess, is there any other, uh, like, right, uh, season stuff that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I don't know enough to really say anything okay. <laughs> more than that. I think we covered it pretty well. So, uh, did you sign up for fantasy this season? I did, yeah, I did. Right. Did you I make a screwed up already? I am. I, I'm in group one. Oh. Yeah. I saw you join the Discord. I wasn't sure if you ended up in, if you were in a group. I did, yeah. Okay. Well, that's why they were kind of hollering at me to make a pick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Um, so, yeah. They're, I'm getting a lot of help from my Python teammates because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, but, yeah. I also have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm glad that... Um, it's very different than what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. So, uh, are you, is your fantasy fully in Discord? Is that how that is working? Yeah, which okay. I love. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm actually very happy about it. Uh, yeah. I guess some people do do picking on the site, but it's, oh. mine's fully in Discord. And literally... It's so nice because I don't have to refresh pages every now and then to check and see yeah. if I got tagged. And it's it's really really nice. I I really like Discord drafting. I didn't know that some of them were on the site, so I, I kind of assumed everybody was on Discord. But it's it's super nice. It's like easy to like scroll up to see who's been picked and pinned posts and stuff. Like it's I I would strongly advocate for shl 
fantasy to be on Discord. Yeah, and I this might just be uh, my experience in in the current one, but uh, my group manager, uh, Opera Phantom, has been pretty on top of it. So mm-hmm. like, that's so nice. Like I can go up and just look at what positions are open on the and who hasn't been picked. And then I can use my little cheat sheet here. But I just clicked like seven links and none of them were it. But <laughs> my little cheat sheet here. Pat's Super Scientific Season 31 Fantasy Rankings. Oh, I think that's what I'm using too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for making that. <laughs> Someone else did put one out. But it was it was too late. I was already on Pat's. Yeah, I'm committed to you. Yeah. I'm going to... Give him a percentage of any TPE I win. But yeah, no, same thing. Like Agent Smith is a guy uh, who who's running ours. And it's, yeah, it's super nice. He's got like a Google Doc that has uh, like what eligible players are available. And mm-hmm. there's like a pin post that has, yeah, everybody's roster. And it's like updated instantly. Like I make a pick and he's on it. And he's like, yeah, nudging guys who are busy and stuff like it's it's great it's super nice yeah man i I like agent smith he's probably one of my favorite simmers in shl so yeah yeah so it's it's uh yeah i'm i'm super happy uh i i'm i'm really enjoying that yeah i i just i have no idea what i had no idea what i was doing and i read the rules and i have like a general idea and then like i got into it and i was like wow there's a lot of things here and i'm just gonna forget everything i read yeah it's uh yeah i i i kind of made a mistake apparently and drafted a quarterback with my second overall pick it's apparently a no-no, and apparently a guy who's going undergoing huge regression. So lesson learned. Um, well, you have but, two wins, uh, so that's lucky. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Smaller groups too, I think. Right? One, yeah, two, six three, people. Four. Yeah, so it's fewer people. Top three get TPE, right? Five, it- three, and one, or something. Yeah, it's either it's either five three and one or five three two one, but something like that. Top, I think it's three. It's probably five three one. Yeah, yeah, I think it was three. Which, I guess, we can compare it to SHL, which is very inflated relative to this. Yeah, I was surprised the aggressiveness, and that's even, uh. So Wheel Snipe Selly, my SHL podcast, is sponsored by Fantasy TPE, except this season because I'm in last place. So now it's sponsored by not Fantasy TPE. Um, down with Fantasy TPE. But even even there were pro Fantasy TPE, 10 points is a lot. Yes. It's too much. So I'm I'm actually really into the the five. Like I think that is a totally fair, like absolute gamble of TPE. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there's skill to fantasy, and I think you should reward it. But I think 10, like, I mean, there's also, also luck. And, uh, like, and it's even like 10 to 5. Like, that's such a big gap for not that big a difference. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely like this breakdown a lot better. Yeah. And I haven't done a fantasy similar to this before because I don't do fantasy football i sometimes do fantasy basketball and i sometimes do fantasy hockey and i've done simulation fantasy hockey but not football so i was like all right i get one quarterback two running backs two wide receivers a tight end a flex pick an offensive line a kicker and a defense and i'm the only person that hasn't used their flex yet so i feel like i did something wrong there (laughs) yeah i think like I've been just I'm um, probably super annoying because I think I'm the only guy like I don't know it's different because in like uh Newfoundland locker room it's like fantasy channel is like super active and guys are always talking about picks and, and <laughs> I'm pretty much the only guy asking questions 
in, in the Python's channel, but whatever. Can't hurt to ask. And the guy's been helpful, but it's like, yeah, I guess they're saying running back is pretty safe floor and probably wide receiver is a bit more volatile, I guess is what they're saying. And so it's probably good to have a solid running back in your flex. And I guess they go quickly. And, th and that's why they were saying not to get a quarterback early. Yeah, uh, everyone picked running backs in mine. I was, I'm last pick, actually. Oh, me. We're like, samesies. Nice. Same position, same graphic. So, uh, in my sixth, my first overall pick, which also I felt super dumb because I had to ask the question, um, do I pick twice at the bottom? Like, I was making sure that this was a yeah, reverse, but <laughs> so I got uh Danny King Jr. running back, and I also got Captain Rogers running back. So I just oh, took both my running backs right, right away, and uh, yeah, I was like, all right, I did did okay, I think. Um, I used my next two picks to get uh. Cortez is my quarterback. Yeah. And I got uh, Toro Raymond as my wide receiver. Just wanted to start working on something there. And then I just picked up uh, a... Oh, I did two pickups? Wow. Okay, so I have another wide receiver, Sam the Onion Man. Because, I mean, come on. <laughs> I can't grabbed, leave him on the board. <laughs> I grabbed Adam Spencer as a tight end. And then just picked up earlier today. Uh, Cade York is my kicker, and uh, Jala Ding Dong as my offensive line. Just because at this point everyone has fl a flex, so I'm just going to get whatever running back I want right. at the end because no one needs. Oh yeah, backs. I guess there's no. Mm -hmm. So at, at this point, I didn't pick one, so there's no no one else can pick another flex. So there's no point in. Yeah, rushing to oh, pick it. So I grabbed a kicker because I feel like I got probably the bad, like one of the better kickers out there. So I picked him up, and I got uh, an O line because also several people haven't picked defense, but like the top three defenses have already kind of been taken. So I'm gonna get one of the next three. So I wasn't rushing to pick one, like. Yeah. I only get I'm so I'm just gonna get a a defense and a flex on my last last pickup and that'll be that'll finish out my team. Yeah. So interestingly, like I'm group one, but there's um, one guy who I think he's just super busy or whatever, and so he's taken his full ten hours a few times. Um, so uh, we've only made five picks. Yeah, five. So, yeah, I just picked my... F so so I have the same quarterback, Cortez. He's the guy I took in the first round. <laughs> um, and then Mike Rochburn, I think, was my first running back. And then, yeah, I ended up taking running back and then two wide receivers. And it looks like most people are picking kind of tight ends, but I figured I'd just fill up my flex since I went quarterback too early. And yeah, so it looks like most people went kind of running back, running back, receiver, tight end. A couple people are going quarterbacks now, but nobody's taken any of the bottom three, like O-line, kicker, or defense. So I'm guessing that those are less valuable or maybe more volatile. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm guessing I'm going to take a tight end and... Maybe a defense next when it comes back to me. Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably like like goalie and, and SHL fantasy, right? Like, sure, they can yeah. worth a lot of points if you get one of like the ones that does really well, but none of yeah. them are necessarily going to do bad. And and you're taking the top six, so it's not like there's you know even in in SHL where there's eight people. Is it eight? Or yeah. 10 in a group. Eight, eight in a eight. fantasy group. Yeah. So, yeah, like, 
you definitely want one of the top, what, four or five teams yeah. to be safe. And even then, there's so, probably less than a hundred point difference between the top, def- the top and the eighth. Like, yeah. At the end. So of you're the not. Yeah. So it's not like, yeah, pretty safe to leave that to later. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Like, I didn't even play fantasy my first year in ESHL, so I figure if this is if even I'm not too fussed if I don't. Land in the money here just to get to get a feel for it. Take my million, get my feet wet, and hopefully figure out what I'm doing before next time. Yeah, exactly. And and really, it's been a pretty smooth process. I'm liking it. Um, I, you know, I wish there was a fantasy sheet that showed you, you know, you've seen the one for SHL, right? Where it's got Mm -hmm. how they did last season, so you can kind of gauge who was doing well, and then you have to make the decision whether or not regression yeah, and or the continue. current environment is yeah so but i i asked and there doesn't seem to be anything like that for for this per se there there is like a yeah. sheet that kind of shows weekly progress but like i had a hard mm. time reading it and actually understanding what was going on there so yeah part of me thinks but that there are yeah i was just gonna say there's some of these media pieces that kind of I don't, you don't see that as often in SHL, like kind of draft guides or anything like that, that are really well thought out. So yeah, appreciate I, that. I think it's cause there's, yeah, people have documents that there's, there's one document out there. Everyone uses to just yeah look at stats and yeah. there isn't that for this, which I kind of like, like it's definitely hard, but now I feel like you have to really evaluate players and teams, which would be really cool in like a season or two when we're there. Yeah. That being said, I, yeah. I might get bored and just make a document that does it, but use yeah. the Excel data importer skills that I... <laughs> yeah, that'd be valuable. Keep it secret so that nobody else can get that advantage. Oh, I'm yeah. sure somebody has it out there. They're just not sharing. Yeah, and then I'll, uh, I, I'll just sell or rent it for a season to people. <laughs> <laughs> I just get yeah, a message. Yeah, no. It's like you've uh you've been banned for talking about renting sheets to people. It's like, well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's over before it even started. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely enjoying this process. It's it's a lot smoother than than the form updating for sure. Yeah, and I kind of like not using the form. The only thing, that, and we talked about this a little bit earlier. The only thing with the form that uh has sort of bothered me is like looking for this most recent draft class i went on in the forum to where the draft section is and it's just there's nothing there past season 27 like uh what yeah (laughs) nothing happened so i'm sure it exists it's probably on like a sheet somewhere but i just don't know how to find it directly yet so yeah that was that was a little weird to me I, I found it through someone else's media piece. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they just kind of did it themselves. Yeah. But I mean, that might be somewhat of what this league is, is using people's media pieces to be your references because that's how kind of things are done. Right. Um, which I could get behind because then I can release media. on that. You know, like I just dropped 4,000 words on macro or not macro so Zephyr going to london mm-hmm. i uh think that about wraps up everything we had to talk about do you have anything anything you want to add to to what we got yeah um no i think that was about it uh yeah no it's kind of good to kind of talk about our teams here and it, i'm excited for preseason to start and get a get a feel for sims a little bit more in, in our new positions uh and uh yeah looking forward to seeing this uh face off as division rivals yeah i know i mean that's honestly that just makes it that much more exciting like the only thing that is more exciting than us being on the same team and competing for that tackle is us being in the same division and independently competing for tackles you know like yeah I love that you put it that way. Like, if we're on the same team, it's not that we'd be happy to be helping each other. It's that we'd be competing for tackles. Absolutely. 
yeah totally like you're you're spinning at him and i'm just like watch out he's coming up he's coming on your left <laughs> you're calling out my blitz before that happens so you can block it <laughs> yeah well we'll have to work out a deal to get drafted to the same isfl team yeah we'll, we'll uh demand ridiculous payments unless we mm -hmm. are on the same team yeah I'm, I'm I'm down for that. Well, let's be toxic. <laughs> we just go undrafted. If any if any ISFL GMs are listening, I'm just kidding. Maybe. But uh, <laughs> all right. Well then, uh, until next time, join us as we go behind the line. Wow, that is a disturbing image. Difficult to watch, Chris.